Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. strange week. Not in a bad way, not in a good way, just strange. I have to say I took a week off of work because I needed it just for mental health purposes and taking a break would have been my third vacation to cancel. So I have been doing lots of sewing. I did a couple of Facebook lives. Um, I reposted them on the Facebook group and I also put them on YouTube. I was pretty happy with the quality of the video. Um, the second day I did a dumb thing and I muted myself and left it off for a couple minutes. But anyway, if you need a little bit of company to help you sew, um, you can listen to the podcast, but you can also listen and watch the Facebook live. I'm just sewing and chatting and trying to answer comments, but there was a really big lag time. So strange things have been happening this week. After all of the snow we got, we have had drizzly, gray, overcast, foggy, really foggy days. It feels more like spooky Halloween than it does Thanksgiving, but it does do this type of weather off and on occasionally. It's not been a lot of sunshine um, for the week, and that's okay because it's been rather cold. So I've been doing exercises in the house and I think today to change it up, I'm going to go outside because it's going to warm up to be in the 40s this afternoon. Yep, that's really, really warmed up around here. <laughs> so the strangeness started with our Disney Plus account being hijacked. Somehow somebody changed the email address on our account and the password. They didn't get into the financials, this, the security um, on Disney Plus, which really was the Roku because somehow my husband had purchased it through the Roku app. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. I don't think Roku had anything about to do with it. But the issue was that once they changed the password, we couldn't close the account. Yeah, that got us really nervous. So the good news was... When they hijacked the account, it came from another country. I think in South America was the email address. Doesn't really mean anything. It just was out of the country. They picked like three days before our subscription would expire. So we just didn't have Disney Plus, you know, for we didn't use it for three days. We shut the account down, um, meaning we didn't pay the subscription. And Disney spent days trying to reclaim that account and they could not. So we just had to open the account under, you know, with a different email, different whole new account, basically. It was more annoying than anything, but it starts running a lot of anxiety through my brain about 
my internet security. Because, you know, you get sloppy with passwords sometimes. I tend to write some of them down. I can't keep track of them. That's been a joke for months is that I can't keep track of all my passwords. I try to not use the same one over and over. But, you know, you get a little sloppy sometimes. And I don't know where the breach came from. We can't figure it out. Of course, you know, your information has been breached probably a million times by now since the dawn of the Internet. And um, <clears throat> that was the first thing. The second thing was, in midweek, all of a sudden, my phone started literally blowing up with text messages. I mean, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. And I was in some sort of a group text message thing of people I did not know. And I could tell by what was removed from the attachment in that text message preview that it was a bot sending porn links. And I thought I had gotten an uh, email and a text message from a customer who got my card at the quilt shop. But the weirdo text message, from, it was just an email. So I'm just telling you what happened to me. So if it happens to you, follow up on it. It was one of those, I have got them in the past, but they were text messages sent from emails, not phone numbers. Don't open them and don't answer them. And if you think it's a friend that you know, you might want to call them. But it just, it was another thing. It was hours on the phone. And the only thing that um, seemed to stop it was, I have my phones through Verizon and I have for 20 years or however long um, Verizon AT&T wireless has been around since the bag phone. Let me tell you, I've had an account with this company. Um, I think it was at first Alltel. No, that's showing my age, right? <laughs> uh, right after my bell. Yeah, I'm really showing my age. But we went through my account and it didn't look like there was anything breached. It was just one of these things that... He explained that my phone number was spoofed, meaning a bot was able to duplicate. Uh, it looked like it was a message coming from me to all of these random people. And then, of course, what happened that upset me so much is they actually started texting back obscenities to my phone. Now, why would you do that? Because you can, if you're getting hammered every 30 seconds with um, porn emails and text messages with links, why would you email back, number one? Do you really think that somebody's on the other end reading these obscenities? No, but I thought, what if they got my number and what if they start harassing me and what if, what if another, you know, the alarm bell went off in my head. So we found out that Verizon has a free program for security and it's kind of like a virus protector for your phone and we scanned my phone with the free virus protector but I had had my phone for several years and I never had downloaded and activated the app oh my gosh you know customer service is wonderful at Verizon but when I bought the phone I told her I wanted that oh yeah she assured me that that was on and it was running but I think somehow between the um, purchase of the phone and phone updates, I didn't understand that it needed to be downloaded to my phone. It's called digital security. If you have a Verizon 
phone, you might want to check with your carrier. Is there a free um, security? I didn't need the paid one because I already have a paid secure um, security program for all the rest of my computers and tablets through Best Buy. But anyway, it was very upsetting. And then, you know, throughout the night after the big storm of emails, the firestorm, the crap storm, whatever you want to call it, I got one or two weird things after that, and then it stopped. And then today, I got another weird. It was an email sending me a text to my phone. So I went and I changed my passwords on my email accounts, and I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from, but probably never will. It's just really more annoying than it is an emergency, but it upsets you because you feel betrayed and violated, right? It's no different than other things that happen, you know, like when you're bullied and taken advantage of and things like that. So the third weird and strange thing that happened this week was my husband has been collecting Buffalo Wild Wings um, points since the beginning of the pandemic. And we were going to use them and he keeps you know, checking and how many thousands we have because we've been doing curbside. And he goes, you know, when we can go in and eat in the restaurant, then we'll use all these points and we'll have, you know, big order of wings and we can get drinks and celebrate. Somebody in Austin, Texas ordered and used all three or 4,000 points that he had saved. Now, of all the things that have happened, I think we're the most upset about our Buffalo Wild Wings points being stolen. We can't get them back. We can't get uh, Buffalo Wild Wings to answer. He sent a couple of very stern emails, he said. <laughs> but I'm like, seriously, of all the things, the points are gone. And I don't know if we can get them back. We're going to keep trying. I mean, it is a holiday weekend. I'm sure that they're not really heavily staffed in the complaint department over your points being hijacked and stolen by somebody who spoofed your phone number. Oh, it's just as like if people would spend all this energy into doing positive things, we probably would already have cures for many um, long-term illnesses that have been around for a very long time, or maybe even other things like, hmm, COVID. I just, it just irks me. Not that it, it means anything. It's annoying. And it doesn't mean that, you know, uh, my life has been changed because my Disney account was hijacked or that I got annoyed with a bunch of nasty text messages or that all the Buffalo Wild Wings points were stolen all in one week. But it makes you wonder, are they connected? Are they connected? No, one was my husband's account. Um, two of my husband's account, one was mine account, but it's like he got a couple of the strange messages too, but he just deleted them. And I don't know. It's just weird, weird week, weird times. And I stayed home all week and my husband went deer hunting and he went during the day and then came home every night because we live within a half hour of, of public, um, properties where you can go hunting. It's usually where we do all of our nature rides in the summer. And so I got a lot of things made. I got a lot of things done. And um, it's just been so bizarre of a week because 
I thought I would get a lot more done. And the more I'm home, the more I'm realized I dirty up this house and I got a lot done, but I, I just felt like I should be doing more that old insecurity thing. You should be doing more. You should have got more done, but let me tell you what I did get done. I have been working very hard just doing small little bites of custom quilting on a sweetheart vintage Valentine quilt. It's all applique. And at first I thought the stitching is so perfect that maybe it's machine. No, it's, it's fused down, but all of the blanket stitch um, is in fact hand stitched. It's beautiful. And I was very, very nervous to start it. In fact, I procrastinated on starting it a little bit because I was very afraid I was going to make a mistake. And I told you last time about the big um, bobbin case fiasco and then tension problems and ripping and getting it all set up uh, with needles and rechanging, you know, the position of the needle. All the things that I knew, all the tricks that I knew on how to fix the long arm and it was working and it's, it's smooth. I got the new machine oil and it's just, it's, it's really singing like a dream. So what I'm quilting on this is in the outside are fancy feathers with like peacock um, long swirls in it. And then there's just a C shape in the second little border. And then in the Valentine shapes themselves is a tiny little swirl with a feather leaf in the smaller blocks that are vintage Valentine applique. And then in another border that separates these littler blocks that make the whole perimeter of the center, which is a very large medallion of um, a vase with lots of flowers and birds and hearts. It's just gorgeous. That has a little bit larger swirl with three feathers on it and trying to get it bigger and looser. Now my, my big dilemma is should I leave the appliques completely unquilted or should I do a couple of stitches? Now, I don't like a couple of things that I've done and I'm going to rip it out um, because on the red hearts, you need, I don't know if it needs anything. Um, so I'm just going to leave a couple of the small stitches that I have done in the applique and I think I probably will take it out before I give her the quilt. Tons of tails. Uh, you'll hear me wailing and sobbing woe woe to me when I have to bury the threads on this I can't really do it as I go just because of my height and the angle of the quilt but yeah it's, it's looking good and I am approaching the halfway point of this particular quilt and then I have a baby quilt to do and I'm hoping I can get it done before Christmas it's a super cute little quilt and that those make me feel better um, because they're fast and almost instant gratification where these custom jobs and it's not a tremendously huge quilt it's probably 75 by 75 something like that and it just they take a long time and then I have a second applique quilt by the same quilter it's all needle turn and I'm saving that one of the last of the bunch she brought because I that one is puzzling to me on what I should do and how I can complement the beautiful needle turn. I mean, you can't even see her stitches. This is needle turn to 
a degree I've never seen before. It's just gorgeous. So I've been working on that and it's taking a lot of time and I'm hoping to have it done in another week or so, probably over the next three days, last three days of my vacation, I should be able to get um, a little bit more of progress done. It's not going to be done, but more progress done. So in between that, I decided I wanted to work on my crochet shawl in the evening and a little bit in the morning while I'm drinking coffee and thinking about the day. And I just, you know, come up with some good ideas while crocheting. It's kind of like letting your mind spin and be totally zen and mindful. Like when you're in the shower, I do that. And I come up with some really good ideas once in a while, like in the shower or when I'm crocheting and sipping coffee. And I've been working on that. I have an, one more of these shawls, the Jane shawl, almost done. And then I bought a really big, it's like, I think they call them cakes. It's a Hobby Lobby brand, but it had a lot of yarn on it. So it feels soft, feels good. Um, I like how the acrylic yarn is working up on this particular pattern. In a shawl, um, an acrylic yarn will, I think, will wear much better. It will be scratchy and um, will have a little bit of drape. So, so I'm really, the one I'm working on is four skeins of dollar store yarn as an experiment. And I have to say the dollar store yarn is really nice. So if you ever have a chance and you're at the Dollar Tree, um, I call it the Dollar Store, but it's Dollar Tree, um, their yarn is good. I haven't bought anything there in years. And all of a sudden this year, I've seen a lot of YouTube channels where they're talking about Dollar Tree hauls. And I'm like, whoa, I need to go there. They've really stepped up the store. And I like going there because I feel like I'm finding bargains. You got to really watch. But yeah, I, I'm finishing up four skeins of Dollar Tree yarn and it's turning out pretty good. I should have that finished probably tomorrow. The beauty of when I'm done with this type of shawl is there's no ends to weave in because of the way you join your thread, your yarns, your threads, your yarns and it's when you're done, you're done and acrylic, you don't necessarily have to block it. So that's what this is almost a instant gratification when you're done you're done with it and I like that feeling a lot so I have been working on those kinds of things and then I decided on some of my longer sewing sessions to get my kindred friendship is it kindred I gotta look it up now it's not kindred it's kinship it's kinship fusion sampler by Gnome Angel. So I've been working on that and I think I've made about 10 or 12 blocks this week. I passed the halfway point. So this is a hundred blocks for a quilt that's queen sized. And I'm going to put 20 or 50 in one quilt and 50 in another quilt. It's I can't even talk now all of a sudden what's the problem words it's alternating between a eight and a half inch square and then a four and a half by eight and a half inch rectangle and it alternates throughout I was at first thinking about putting tiny little skinny strips in between each one and when I posted it on Instagram just close together with no gaps that is one option for a layout in the back of the book the pattern book that is written and it's called the kitchen sink layout 
And I think other people liked it as much as I do. And I just need to rearrange um, saturations of color to make sure it's a little more even. But I like the kitchen sink layout for two twin size beds. And um, if I can get that done, I will get that sent out to my twin granddaughters and they will have two quilts that are similar but different and one right now likes purples and yellows a lot and so hers will have a little bit more purple and yellow the other one is pink pink and more pink and she'll have a lot of pink in hers but other colors too so it'll be very subtle in the differences but I think it'll be enough there that my daughter will be able to tell who's this who's and if I get my act together I might even put a label on it with their names because I think I figured out how to do it with my Cricut to make a label, cut it out, and then fuse it to the back or stitch. I don't know. See, I have to get that far. I may just make a triangle one or a square one and fold it over like a triangle and sew it in the corner. I like that. Pat Sloan, I think, showed that version of it. But you can use the Cricut to write legibly in, uh, with a permanent marker on the fabric. Mm-hmm. So I have spent a little bit of time researching what the capabilities are of this Cricut Maker, and I am having my eyes open wide. This week I tried to do another set of snowflake earrings, and it went pretty well. I had one little, there's three layers, craft text, permanent vinyl, and then metallic vinyl on top for three layers of these sparkly little snowflake earrings. They're very lightweight and I have earring, what do you call it? Notions? No, it's findings for jewelry. Um, hooks and jump rings. And I even have some patterns to cut out teardrop shaped leather looking out of Craftex earrings. I had some fails with it last year, but I, I found some tips online and I think I may try to cut a couple of them out and maybe stick them in my daughter's and daughter-in-law's stuff for Christmas. Who knows? We'll see if I can get it to cut out right. Um, the snowflake, one of them got a little squinchy because even taped the, I taped the Craftex paper, it shifted just a little bit. And when it shifts, you know, it changes the shape just a wee bit. So I am making progress, lots of progress. But why do you feel like you should be doing more? I think when you're home a lot, you see all of the stuff laying around and you see that you are cluttering up your house because you're here more and I'm not working. So I'm not living in my work chair, my work room, my office space, which is my little card, <laughs> card table and folding chair um, <clears throat> that looks out the driveway and I can see the view from my porch, which is the antique vintage, I think it's a hundred year old brick church that's no longer being used, but is for special occasions. It's now owned by a historic um, group that try to maintain it. I can see that. So it's a beautiful view. And then in the kitchen, because the, it's a killing frost came through, the garden is all withered and brown and did have snow now it's got frost and rain on it but it, it's just ugly in the back now and I, I, it's wide open I can see into the parking lot that you know butts up to our 
property line in the back and my trees are I planted four, we planted four cedars and they're going to be like eight to ten foot tall eventually but now they're only about three and a half feet four feet tall they're probably not even that tall probably three feet they look good but they need to grow faster so that I have a natural screen back there again but it's just so bland and there's no trees and I'm missing the wildlife I'm the squirrels and everything have been hiding because number one there's no trees in the back so they're more on the side of the yard and no the birds you know the they left for the summer and the winter birds I have heard them but I'm not seeing them so we want to make a very environmentally friendly yard and I've really been following the Natural Wildlife Federation's um, tips for having what they would consider a certified wildlife garden friendly wildlife friendly garden so we put bird feeders in now we don't feed the birds all summer but you put them in in the fall and so far the birds haven't found the suet feeder or the seeds we got some quote squirrel proof feeders and so the birds of a certain weight can sit on it but if they sit on the little uh, perches then the perch will drop and close the seed shoots off so that squirrels can't climb in there and have a buffet but they're on shepherd's hooks I don't know squirrels are very smart and crafty and tenacious creatures they're also hilarious so they um, hopefully so far a squirrel hasn't found that the the bird feeders are there either so we'll see if um, I might be entertained by squirrel antics over the winter but I think if you give it a couple weeks that the birds will find it generally we have cardinals blue jays um, chickadees uh, there's a bird called junco and I don't know it by that name but I know it lives around here we have some we call them little snowbirds and other types of sparrows we see quite a few of those so that's my hope is you know that the hundred and some dollars we spent on the bird feeders and seed doesn't go to waste and that the birds will actually benefit from our feeble attempts of trying to make food and shelter back there um, yeah it's just I'm still mourning the loss of my natural screen and all of those very old trees and and I know next spring we have more trees that have actually died on the property line and we hired somebody to remove them and every month throughout the summer and into the fall they kept saying that they will come and they'll remove these very difficult trees my uncle who lives 20 that's my husband's uncle lives 20 miles out of town he got the same man to come and take one tree out of his yard but no would he come in town to take out the trees I think the biggest thing is he does a lot of forestry work out in the um, state land and he just ran out of time I think he ran out of manpower because with the pandemic he was shorthanded and I just not sure I'm not sure that he wants this job because the trees are between two city two houses in a city lot but we'll find out so I'm not holding my breath that he's gonna come next year so we'll see so the next big thing we're working on is Michigan is on what's called a pause for three weeks which is a little bit tighter 
um, restrictions. We chose not to gather as a family in our large four-generation um, holiday meal. And my husband and I had it uh, Thanksgiving at home. And I blogged about it. In fact, starting this staycation, I've been blogging every day. And it's going to mean blog, B-L-O-G, blog miss, I guess. Like last year, I did vlog miss for YouTube. I'm going back to doing daily blog posts through the holidays. And I, I did talk about it quite a bit and felt pretty transparent and vulnerable. And I don't want to talk about it too much here because I might tear up. But we haven't spent a Thanksgiving, just the two of us, since the very first year we got married. I think we only had a couple of years when my husband was in the service that we had Thanksgiving just by ourselves. So it was kind of, you know, going back to those early days and remembering and yeah, see, I'm already tearing up a little bit, so I'm not going there, but we had a great day and I just cleaned up all of the rest of the dirty dishes and we're going to throw away a couple pans. You know, we got disposable pans. I need help getting them out to the trash and you know, that's been another kind of odd thing this week is not having a large gathering for Thanksgiving. But thank goodness for technology and for video conference calls and Zoom um, had a holiday where I think it was for two days this week. You could talk for more than an hour at a time, which was great. So all of the kids and grandkids, we were all on a call at one time. And I'm going to get to watch the grandkids do their little dance recital at home um, Saturday with all of the family watching, which is going to be way better for us because I've seen some of their little recitals before, but they were, it's not going to be like the camera wasn't real close. So this will be fun in a holiday event. That'll be fun. And we'll all be together doing that too. So that's going to be cool, not strange. So that's the wonderful blessing of technology that we're able to feel closer together versus being so isolated. And that's the part of the pandemic that gets, I think, to everybody the most and has been just starting to rear its head in my life because, you know, I'm home and going from my office chair to my kitchen chair where I sew to my cute pink upholstered chair in my living room where I can watch TV and crochet and do all the handwork. So I'm going to go outside this afternoon because it's warmer, walk the neighborhood, maybe even walk downtown. I'm not going to go to any Black Friday sales today, but that's been my week. It's been a little different, a little strange, a little unusual, but I feel like I've gotten quite a few things done and a couple failed things like my energy balls. I officially broke the food processor, the old Hamilton Beach. It's not strong enough to chop up dates and nuts to make the energy balls, which is basically an oat-based snack. This seems to help stabilize my blood sugar versus the granola bars and protein bars that I've been eating. And so that's been the positive is that I've been shopping for food processors and I think we're going to pick one up at Walmart next time. I've also been exercising a little bit more, dropped a couple pounds, feel good and that's been good. So different, unusual and a little bit strange. 
And the other positive things is that I've actually been, you know, keeping up with the housework and changed out the Halloween decorations for Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving will be picked up in the next couple days and I'll slowly start getting a few Christmas things out. Now, the big question will be, will we put up a big tree or our Christmas tree or will I decorate my Norfolk Island pine that's small and a tabletop real tree? I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe just the little one. We'll just have to see how that goes and how we feel about it. <laughs> I think we're going to do some decorations. I'm just not sure if I want to dig out the big tree and then have to go through all of the ornaments. I just don't know. We'll see. You can tell I'm, I'm very ambivalent about that. So Black Friday, what do you guys usually do? I normally don't go out and do a lot of Black Friday shopping. Occasionally my husband and I would go out in the afternoon for entertainment purposes just because we'd be bored and he hasn't gone hunting in over a decade. So this year I'm like, no, no crowds. Everything is online. Um, I've done some Black Friday shopping and I'll have to tell you that um, my daughter-in-law's Etsy shop is having a fantastic Black Friday deals. She has stickers and t-shirts and books that are mental booklets, um, PDF downloads that are mental health and adventure themed. Um, her stickers are beautiful. She draws all of the artwork on them and they look fantastic. And they are on a great deal today. And if you get so many, I don't think you have to pay shipping too. So I think they're 40% off just today. Oh, don't quote me on it. You'll have to go to her website with mind and heart on Etsy. Um, with mind and heart is one word, or you can find her on Instagram and all the links are in her bio. I also was thinking about buying some more yarn from Joann's or Michael's. So far, I'm restraining myself. I'm going to think about it and do an inventory of how much yarn I have. I've got way too much quilting fabric, but I am going to be putting an order for some background and some cohesive fabric for some sew-alongs, quilt-alongs that I'm doing next year with Fat Quarter Shop. I just got to I got to get the pencil out and decide how much I need and coordinate a few things with someone who's sewing with me. More to come on that. So those are the very fun and good things. And it's just been a strange week, hoping that the strangeness wears off as I go back to work um, and open up my computer and work on things at home. Um, we'll be working from home for the probably till next year in the summer is what my boss said. But it's going to be a time of a lot of changes and transitions, even at work and at home. And that's okay. So tell me, have you had a, a strange week? Have you been doing um, holiday prep? Have you been Christmas decorating and shopping already? And I see on Instagram and Facebook that a lot of people have their tree up already or have had it up for several weeks. That's why I'm making so much stuff. A lot of it is going to gifts and I continue to sew my hats or hoods, they call them. Um, so yeah, I am keeping plenty busy enough and I am working on continuing to do my Zen staycation. I've got 
this day and my weekend before I go back. And I'm just going to work on stealth mindfulness. Yes, um, we got that at work, where it's just focusing on mindfulness throughout the day. Like when you're in the shower, make a bed, just really focusing on what you're doing and being present and in the moment. I feel like I have been successful at that this week. And I'm going to keep trying to do that every day because I feel better when I do that. And then with that comes better results in um, my projects and in my health. So those are the things I've been up to. I'd love to hear what you're doing. I also want to remind you that um, Saturday after Black Friday is Small Business Saturday. Please support small businesses, especially now during this pandemic. They probably need our support more than ever. Um, you can always support me um, by buying me a virtual cup of coffee on Etsy. You could also um, purchase the pr paid premium podcast called Zen and the Art of Creativity. And it's really about achieving this mindful Zen state while you craft and create. And hopefully that will help you be more creative or have more sparks of creativity, which I'm seeing a lot of us have had some of those jams in our creative moments during the pandemic. It happens to everybody in between stress and life and the world's state at this moment. It, it can happen. So I want to thank you. I'm very thankful for everyone. You have a most wonderful week. Be creative and quilt on, everyone. <laughs>